Welcome to Tuscan Radio. I am Drew Grutch. And I'm Yvonne Steven. May the 4th be with you, Yvonne. Yes, it's Star a Wars very Day. special day. It's a very, very special day today. Um, yeah, today's Star Wars Day. Um, and it's kind of kind of weird because in, in recent years, we've had new episodes of Disney Plus shows to talk about on Star Wars Day. Mm-hmm. But we do have a trailer um, for one this time. And yeah, in, in, in 2020, we had the series finale of Star Wars The Clone Wars. And last year, we had the premiere for The Bad Batch. And I'm like, what are we going to talk about? Like, we, like I, I, I got to think of, like, a good topic. But luckily, this morning, at, like, 8 a.m., Disney was like, here you go, Drew. Here's your, your topic for today's show. There is no other reason for why this dropped. It's purely to give me a topic for the show. Isn't and that topic so nice? is... We have a trailer for Kenobi. We, yeah, they're so nice. They're they're so so nice. Um, by the way, Vaughn, ha- have you seen, like, what the Star Wars Twitter accounts done and stuff? No. Okay. The Star Wars Twitter account is like interacting with fans a whole lot more, and it's really awesome. It's so much fun. Uh huh. It's it's actually really really funny. Um, here you go, you know, I'll, I'll pull some up here. Um, but Yvonne, why don't you just t- t- tell us, like, as I pull this up, how did you celebrate Star Wars today? I played with my lightsabers. Played with your lightsabers, that's, that's great. Um, alright, uh, where is it, where is it, where is it, here it is. Okay, I'm, I'm at the official Star Wars Twitter account, um... So here I'll I'll just go go through a couple of these. Um hmm. uh, trying to find one of them like actually interacting with fans and things. Um where is it? Where is it? Oh yeah. Um so someone uh John Henselmeyer tweeted, guys, I love Star Wars. And then the official Star Wars account re- replied to it with just like a gif of, of Han and Empire Strikes Back saying, I know. <laughs> that, that was a good one. Um, uh, Sam Carter at Carter Sauce tweeted out um, the ceremonial handoff of Daddy Star Wars toys. And he posted a really great picture of his son, like, playing with some, like, playing with these vintage Star Wars action figures, which looks to be a Galaxy's Edge, which is super, super cool. Nice. Um, and then Star Wars commented on that, um, the lost adventures of R2 and Bosk on Batu, Because you guys know, on the planet of Batu where Galaxy's Edge is, R2-D2 and Bosk had so many adventures. They're actually best friends. Oh, oh, Dark Bane said, um, rip 99. And then Star Wars replied that saying, I'm a soldier like you. And it's like, oh man, man. I really love what they're doing with their, with the Twitter account now. It's just, it's a whole, whole lot, lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but there actually was a Disney Plus thing that released today for Star Wars. 
because today, um, a new documentary special started streaming. Disney Gallery, The Book of Boba Fett. Ah. And I'll, I'll say this. And, and I am a fan of that show. I, I did like The Book of Boba Fett. I, I didn't love it, but I, I liked it. I, I think it's much better on a binge watch, rewatch than it is watching week to week. The... What was I going to say? Yeah. You can tell in that documentary special how rushed the production was. The, the, the show felt rushed. It felt like it was rushing the production. It, it felt like it was just, well, we, we want to do something Star Wars in 2021 for Disney Plus, but we're not going to be ready with Mando. We're not going to be ready with Kenobi. We're not going to be ready with Andor. What can we do? Like, you know what? We could do a Boba Fett show for, you know, a bit cheaper. Because again, the, that's the other thing. It was the middle of the pandemic. They wanted to have um, cheaper productions. So that had to do with that also. But you could just feel how rushed it was. But I, I would say give it a watch. Because we have like three weeks until Kenobi comes out. So watch this behind the scenes special. I, I actually feel like did Disney Plus has done a really good job with their behind the scenes documentary specials. For particularly The Mandalorian... But I think that their Marvel Studios Assembled series has been quite good. Mm. I think that's really been good. Um, where they do these, like, behind-the-scenes documentaries on all of the Disney MCU Phase 4 projects. And I say Disney because there obviously is not one for Spider-Man No Way Home, as that is a Sony production. Um, so, yeah, that was that was good. It's, it, was, it was an interesting hour. And, oh my god, seeing... There, there's one part in the special which I really loved. It's a little interview with Rosario Dawson. Because remember, Ahsoka was in that show? Remember how Ahsoka was in Book of Boba Fett? Um, if I'm being honest, I'm kind of forgetting that Book of Boba Fett even happened. If I'm being honest. And I, I liked the show. I liked the show. It just wasn't all that memorable. But anyway... There's this great moment where Rosario Dawson, and for those of you guys who don't know, Dave Filoni really loves the character Plo Koon. He really loves the character Plo Koon. That's his favorite Jedi. Yeah, so last yeah, year, a great yeah. So last year with the Mando season two finale, they didn't have Luke Skywalker in the script. They had Plo Koon in the script. Um. All the concept art, none of it was Luke Skywalker. It was all Plo Koon. Hmm. And the, um... What they did here for this episode of the Book of Fett, uh, Chapter 6, From the Desert Comes a Stranger, there's... This interview with Rosario Dawson, and she says, you know, when I first got the script, it said... Plo Koon. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of confused because I'm not sure how the timeline here is supposed to work. But I'm, I'm sure w when I get to set, it, it'll all make sense. And they have the moment on camera where she sees Mark Hamill. Oh. 
and it's awesome. It's awesome because she's she's in her full makeup. Like that's Ahsoka. That's Ahsoka reacting to seeing Mark Hamill in suit. And because on set they had both. Um, uh, Yvonne, can you look up who does the um, the mo the mocap stuff for Luke Skywalker in the Mando shows? Mm-hmm. Um, because they had them both there, but they're both and they're both in full costume. So Mark's there in full costume, and um, the other guy's there in full costume. I, I can't believe I'm, I'm blanking on his name, but I thought that was really good. I thought that that was one of my favorite parts of any behind-the-scenes Star Wars ever. It's just that little story right there with Rosario Dawson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yvonne, do you have a name pulled up? I do. Max Lloyd-Jones. He did make a deep fake on the Mandalorian season That's right. finale, and they brought him in to, like, improve the CGI. Mm. Are you sure about that? I, I, I feel like that's not quite right. You know, I'll, I'll check. Because um, I, I do know that Max Lloyd-Jones does the mocap stuff, but that's not the person who did the... Um, that's like, not, not, not the person who actually did the, the visual effects. Yeah, but that's not exactly the person who did the visual effects for it. Right. And I, I do remember I was talking about that story um, this past summer at, at the time that it happened. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing it anywhere on... Um, on IMDb. So for chapter six of, of the show, uh, but yeah, I I do think it, it's it it is Max Lloyd Jones. So, anyway, anyway. Um. Yeah. So oh, also announced today. We heard back in like October, November, that James Newton Howard, I believe it was James Newton Howard, was scoring, um a documentary series about industrial light and magic and scoring happens fairly late in the process. Scoring is one of the last things to happen. Like, um, multiverse of madness just completed the scoring last week or two weeks ago. Scoring is the last thing that happens on a project. So when this news comes out about James Newton Howard is finished scoring a, a, docu-series oh oh, okay so we'll see that on disney plus in the next month or two six seven months go by don't see it i'd forgotten this was coming out but today um i it's officially announced on july 27th light and magic a six-part docu-series on ilm will begin streaming on disney plus this actually sounds really cool. This looks really cool. Um, Yvonne, can you check on, on, on if there's any news on, like, stars.com? Like, if, if there's a press release for the show, and if, if it mentions if this is going to be a weekly re- release or, like, all, or an all-at-once dump. Mm-hmm. Because typically with the Disney Plus docuseries, I do believe that now they're more like an all-at-once, which I'm, I'm fine with. This isn't, like, a narrative thing, yeah. you know? So, yeah, we're going to have, in, in terms of, like, Lucasfilm projects on Disney+, Plus, we're going to have Kenobi, we're going to have this ILM show, which I, they'll probably o- o- overlap with Andor, so I have a feeling they're going to overlap that with Andor. Because mm-hmm. I'm, 
I'm hearing that Andor is going to come out in August. Is is there anything over on StarWars.com, Yvonne? I don't see anything on StarWars. Cl- click on News and Blog. Click on News and Blog. And mm-hmm. just see if there's anything about a Light and Magic series. No, nothing that I see right now. Alright. Uh, well, anyway, comes out on July 27th. I'm sure we'll find out sometime n- next month if that is um, indeed going to be all at once. Or weekly. Um, so, yeah, do you want to get on into this Kenobi trailer? Yes, definitely. Alright, let's get on into this this here Obi- this here Obi Kenobi trailer. I actually only watched this one once so far, because I had to go to school. Alright, uh, so here we go. I'm just going to let this... We are going to break this thing down now, and just frame by, by frame. So here we go. So we start off here with this great... Um, this great Lucasfilm title card. Alright. We have this, um... Let's see if we can figure out what kind of... So this just looks like a standard, um... A standard transport ship. Mm-hmm. Right? Go, yeah. Going onto this planet here. Um... We don't know what the planet this is, I don't think. We've got some really cool shots of stormtroopers. I love the imperialist <laughs> aesthetic so much. I think it's so awesome. Mm-hmm. And they're following the um to the fifth brother here, play who of course we we met in Star Wars Rebels, and is being portrayed by uh <coughs> by Sung Kang. They get this great shot right here on on the sands of Tatooine, on the sands of Tatooine. And it's the Grand Inquisitor. And then there's Reva on one side, and then the fifth brother on the other. Just looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Looks seriously awesome. Um, here's another shot right here, the fifth brother. Um, he's uh, surveying a crowd. <laughs> we can see we can see in here that there's um there's un- Uncle Owen. You can see right in here that there's Uncle Owen, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. This shot here again. Oh no, there's got some dialogue here. <laughs> this is what thing you don't really get when you go frame by frame. So what's what's uh, what's Obi Wan saying right here? What's he saying? He says they're coming. Well, that's obvious. Stay hidden. Or we will not survive. Man, that's... Oh. And we get this great shot here again, of course, of just... There he is! There he is. That's Ewan McGregor. In all his <laughs> glory. No, I, I actually got, got this in the mail here last week. I, I was able to finally get my um, Obi-Wan Kenobi from Revenge of the Sith 6-inch Black series. Hmm. I was able to finally get it. It's awesome. <laughs> It, it's so cool. It just stands there on the shelf all day. That's so um, incredible. It's so incredible. It looks great on the shelf. It's so, so great. on. It's on the shelf. It's on the shelf right now, as, as George would say. Oh, this is a great interaction right here. I really, really love the interaction between... um. Between Owen and Obi Wan, mm-hmm. right? 
just like this whole um the whole dynamic and it's something I want to see a lot of in in this show yeah, like of course they're going to disagree well that well that goes goes back to uh to legends even like huh. that that's a, a legends idea that Obi-Wan and and Owen were were adversaries and, and they would butt heads on on many ideals and it's something I want to see a a bit of in in Obi Wan. Like it, I don't want it in every episode. I also don't think Uncle Owen's gonna be in every episode. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. I, I I think he'll probably be in the first two or three, and then he'll be in the last one. But really, that all depends on when Obi Wan like leaves Tatooine, right? True. Yes. Yes. And that's and that's the other thing. I, I think this show is gonna have a pretty slow start. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna have a pretty slow. It's gonna have a pretty slow start. A lot of fans are gonna be complaining. It's only six episodes. Why have we spent two episodes? Why have we spent a third of our series on Tatooine already? Why have we spent a third of the show on Tatooine? Or why have we spent half the show on Tatooine? <laughs> but then. And, and and I don't have like information on this. I'm just guessing. I'm just spitballing here. But then he's probably gonna leave Tatooine, and the show is just gonna get crazy. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. That's just what I'm thinking. The show's gonna be. When the time comes, he must be trained. And oh man, <laughs> like you trained his father. That is a sick line. That's a sick burn. That's a sick burn right there. Mm-hmm. And Obi Wan just has this little this little scowl on his face. Streaming May. Tw- Sorry, what? You can't say anything back to that. Yeah. You can't. You can't. So. Excuse me. I I cannot wait to see how Obi Wan, um, sort of handles his grief mm-hmm. in in this show because that's something we've seen a lot of in Disney Plus shows. It's just characters like too. grieving so much. Well, kind of. There wasn't a whole lot. Well, there there was some grief in Clone Wars, but there was a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, all right, just moving on here. Streaming May 27th. We're so close. We are three and a... We're what? um, 23 days away. So a little bit more than three weeks. From Obi-Wan Kenobi hitting hitting Disney Plus. It's going to be a great day. My God. It's going to be so awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure how we're going to be covering it on day one because, um, Yvonne, we have that, we, we have that thing going on that weekend. Oh, yes, yes, that thing. Yeah, that thing going, and it's not Star Wars Celebration, we have another, like, event planned, so 
We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We're, we're probably what we're probably gonna do is our um, two a.m. instant takes. So we're probably gonna do, and then we'll probably have to wait until like that Monday to do to like go fully in depth. And we're I, I do want to do two separate episodes. I do want to have two separate episodes there. So, yeah. Great shot right here of um of Riva in this Imperial uh shuttle bay area. You still want Kenobi. I, I believe that's Sun Kang talking. I believe that's Sun Sun Kang saying you still want Kenobi. It's a beautiful shot of, of Kenobi on the um on the Eopi. You got some imperial probes in there. I, I love that. I love that so much. Uh, Riva says maybe we we've been looking in the wrong place, and she's uh, out here surveying this um, this city. It seems like the Inquisitors doing a whole lot lot of surveying in this show. They're doing a whole whole lot lot of surveillance. Mm -hmm. Six part event. Oh, there he is. There's Obi Wan from the prequels. Boy. <laughs> golden boy. Is that is that four long? That is, isn't it? That that that's four long. I'm gonna have to refresh my memory. Bounty hunter. Hey, if I could tell that, but how is he significant? He's just one of the, he's one of the um, bounty hunters there on the executor in Empire Strikes Back. Huh. Yeah. Um, so uncivilized. Can I be using a gun? Here you go. Oh, he's, he's uh, taking out some Dathomirians here. That's cool. Night brother. There we go. There's a lightsaber. We're gonna get some lightsaber action. <gasps> Those are purge troopers. You know who we're gonna see? Who? We're gonna see Pervy the Purge Trooper here. Is that a Zanny reference? <laughs> yup. <laughs> That's who we're gonna see in this show. Who <laughs> we're gonna see? It's Pervy the Purge Trooper. He's so uncivilized. Oh, wait, well, what? Is this on Tatooine? It looks like a sandy planet. But look, those, those are trees in the background. There are no trees on Tatooine. On the sands of Tatooine. There are dead trees, that, that we know. From, oh, well, there was, so there's that one tree in the Book of Buffett, but that's really it. Is this Tatooine or is this another planet? I, I, I feel so. This seems like there's some sort of confrontation here, maybe between Obi Wan and Vader. Maybe. If, if Obi Wan knows that Vader's after him, he's not going back to, to Tatooine for a, a, a bit. He's not going back to Tatooine for a bit. Right. Yeah, probably. But also, why would Vader go back to Tatooine? I think you know what happens in the comics the time he tried to return. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just not sure. Like, I don't really know if I want to see another another desert planet in Star Wars. What is it? There's Jakku. There's Tatooine. There's Hoth. Yeah. Um. Yeah, let's just uh, let's keep on going. You can't win Obi Wan yet. Yeah, yes, you can, because he's in the other movies. Yeah. Well, who's this droid right here? So my my theory was that this droid right here was gonna be um, Kumail Nanjiani's character. There's some Riva, and there's Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah. So it's clearly not. Not him. Um, but yeah. Oh, this cool-looking droid right here. That looks cool. Is that a, um... That looks like one of those droids that Iden Versio has in, um... In the Battlefront. In Battlefront 2. Now, I, I don't think that Iden's in this show. It's about 10... It's about 15 years before that game takes place. So she'd just be, like, uh, a cadet right now. But it's a cool connection, I think. Mm-hmm. You can't escape him. Here he is. Woo! There he is. There's <laughs> other stuff happening, but it doesn't really matter. Because that's Darth Vader. And you can see the pain right here. You can see the complete pain on his face. He knows what happened. Man. It's... I'm so hyped. Cooper. Obi-Wan Kenobi. May 27th. I can't wait. I can not wait. Truly. It, it's just so... Like, people have wanted this for so long. Yeah. Exactly. Like, this show can't be bad. And I don't think it will be. I don't think it's going to be bad because they've had so long to, like, work on this series and, like, to write it and it's been developed for so long. It's not rushed like Book of Boba Fett was. It's not a rushed show. Yeah. So from that standpoint, I'm, I'm happy about it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, do you really have anything else to say, Vaughn? I mean, I'm just filled with excitement. That's really it. So am I. There, it's just it's just a quick little right here May Fourth show. I, I I wish you could have done more. Um, but yeah. Um, I just can't wait. I I can't wait for the show. Can't wait for everything Star Wars. Honestly, right now, everything Star Wars right now is gonna be great. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't really ha have anything else to really say here. Um, so guys, go follow us on Twitter at Tuscan Radio Pod. Marvel fans, if, if, if you're a Marvel fan, go and check out another Marvel podcast. We're about to go do our Moon Knight Episode 6 review. And then got some Multiverse Menace stuff this weekend. So that's going to be super, super exciting. So, yeah, thank you guys so, so much for listening. I am Drew Gretsch. And I'm Ivan Sida. May the Force be with you. Always. always. I have spoken.